What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I'm your host, Jones. Uh, I want to thank everyone for coming back, you know, tuning back in. Uh, as of last week, uh, I'm going to have conversation uh, that's not a part of my regular scheduled episodes just due to the fact there's some been event, some events that's happened within the last couple of weeks. So as you know, last week uh, we had the Jesse Williams speech conversation. But since then, like I just said, there's been um, a, a lot of events that 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 happened. Um, but what I wanted to do today I kind of wanted to have it. Uh, I'm here. I'm here alone doing the podcast. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to call in to a few uh, few black men that I want to get their emotion and how they feel. The reason I am choosing a black man because I am a black man, and uh, we can dis- discuss some of the emotions that we've had because I've known I've had some some emotions, you know, due to the some some of the recent um, events. Uh, you know, and, and, and maybe next episode, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to other genders and other cultures. But right now, I'm going to focus on black men. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call these individuals and I'm going to have them state their name, their age and their profession. And the reason I want to do that is because I want them to be able to, you know, I want to be able to show that I'm talking to different ages and different walks in life. And, you know, they can share their emotions. So the way it's going to go, like I said, it's going to be there's going to be pauses in between because I'm calling. But the way it's going to go is basically my name is Jones. I am 38 years old and I'm a professional firefighter. And the way I feel uh, as a black man in today's society, um, you know, at times I feel I feel good. You know, I feel I have a have a great job, you know, and I'm able to, you know, provide and do everything, you know, on my own. But, you know. I always I'm always reminded that I'm a black man. So that's how I feel. I just want I just want everyone out here just to hear the different opinions and the different ways and emotions people these gentlemen have felt. All right. So give me a second and I'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on? All right, man. You hear me all right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool, cool. All right, man. Like I talked about before, um, uh, you know, I just kind of want you to, you know, give your give your emotion or how you feel being a black man in today's society. So before we get started, uh, what's your name? Desmond Hall. All right. And what's your age? 33. All right. And your profession? I'm a uh, business banker for uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. Cool. Um, so how do you feel, you know, how have you felt, you know, just period, you know, being your age and how have you felt, you know, being a black man in today's society? Yeah. So, you know, when I think about being a black man in in today's society, I think about two different things. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is, is responsibility. Um, and, and that's responsibility to be a good role model, uh, for, uh, for those black men and black or, I'm sorry, black little boys and black little girls who are coming after me, um, and even those in my same age group. And also a responsibility to to really uh, keep the light moving forward for those who uh, came before me. And, you know, those are my elders who, um, who experienced horrible um, disparities, you know, even maybe even worse than ours, mm-hmm. um, and, and a struggle to, to really get me to where I am. Um, I, I know that obviously it's not just um, anything that I've done, but but if it wasn't for their struggle, then, then I wouldn't be where I am. Um, 
then of course um, I, I feel some some weight. I feel, I feel heavy um, because it, it, it's tough being a you know a black man in in America and, and even in 2016 um, when you think about um, just the the profiling that goes on. You think about the, the actions that that went about to happen um, last week uh, with the police brutality and, and killings and things of that nature. Um, you think about the um, the nervousness that you feel or that I feel when just driving down the street and there might be a, a police car behind me, although I know I haven't done anything wrong. Um, there's just a sense of just nervousness. And so, um, you know, I feel a lot of different things being, being a black man in, in today's society. Okay. Um, I feel some a lot of pride because um, I wouldn't want to be anything but a black man. I mean, I think that, it, I think that we're the strongest um you know creatures there are obviously i love our black queens and, and i'm you know thankful for them and and i absolutely uh, have support them and have their back um but together i think i think we're a great a great combination so um lots of other things i'm not going to take too much of, too no much man no nah, nah, i appreciate it man that was uh yeah no doubt yeah yeah man i appreciate it man uh thanks for taking my call all right, was, all right man peace all right listeners that was uh desmond hall so next i'm gonna make my next phone call so uh give me one second What's going on, man? Thanks for taking my call, man. I'm sorry? I said thanks for taking my call. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, man. Um, of course, you know you're on the podcast like I talked to you before earlier. So what I want to do, I'm going to go ahead and get it started, man. So uh, what I wanted to first and foremost, uh, go ahead and state your name. Winston Beatty. All right, your age. 39. Cool. And uh, your profession. I am a lab safety technician for the School of Medicine. Cool, cool. All right, man. So um, uh, let's let's go ahead and talk about how you feel about being a black man in today's society. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? The phone broke up. Oh, okay. I said, tell me how you feel about being a black man in today's society. Um, it has its challenges, like you want to say. Um, personally, for me, I think I've conditioned myself similar to what a person conditions themselves of being in a long-term relationship. That started off really well, and, you know, things have kind of got a little bit long and stale, but you've conditioned yourself that you've been so comfortable in this relationship that you just deal with it, and, I mean, it is what it is. And to translate that a little bit better is that there's a lot of things that I deal with on a daily basis in my with my job um that i just just look past you know it's like swallowing a bunch of rusty nails you know there's no reason to speak up about it because there's no solution Hmm. in those moments when it does occur cool man is that that that's okay i want to go deeper but uh i just i just want people to go ahead and express you know and and i and i appreciate that man I, i like it uh, that's that's a different take, man. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, man. I I appreciate it, man. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I, I like. Oh, I, no problem. Okay, man. No problem. All right, bro. All right, take care. All right, peace. All right, everybody. Uh, of course, I wanted to go deeper into it, but like I said, I just want them to go ahead and go ahead and state how they felt. And uh, that was Winston Beatty. All right, I'll be back. I can call the next guy. 
What's going on, man? Hey, how are you? Chilling, man. You know, I got you on the podcast. Like I said, I was going to give you a call, man. So um, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Hey, uh, so let's go. I'm going to go ahead and get it started. So uh, just uh, state your name. Uh, Anthony Weaver. Your age? Uh, 38. Your profession? Um, kind of complicated. I'm self-employed. Okay, okay. Um, so basically, like I said, I just kind of want you to explain, you know, briefly how you feel uh, about being a black man in today's society. Um, actually, I don't even know. I don't even know how to even answer that question. Like, it's so redundant. That that conversation and that question is so redundant right now that I'm more more focused on what we're going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you said I'm that. Not, I'm not sure if this, uh, this background noise is too high. No, no, you're good, man. It's all good. Go ahead. You there? Uh, yeah, that's about, that's about all I have to say about that. Okay, cool, man. Cool. I mean, I appreciate it, man. That's 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 a good answer. Um, I like it being short and sweet, man. So I, I appreciate you taking my call, man. Hey, no problem, man. Anytime. Okay, man. All right. Please. All right, peace. All right, everybody. Uh, that was uh, that was Anthony Weaver. As you see, I'm doing this live. You're hearing uh, you're hearing a lot of background noise, but this is just a, a live. Um, I'm calling individuals, so you're hearing a lot of uh, background noise and everything else. So um, that was Anthony Weaver. Uh, kept it brief. Like I said, I I want to. It, it's very hard for me, you know, doing being a being a host and not um, asking more questions. But that's not the point right now. So I just want you guys to hear with the, how these individuals feel. So uh, give me a second. I'll call my next guest. Hello. What's going on, man? You hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Hey, I got you live on the on the podcast, man. Oh, that's what's up. Hey, man, I appreciate you taking the call. No All right, so um, getting straight into it, man. Um, state your name. Uh, it's Charles Charles Smith. All right. Uh, your age. Uh, Thirty-nine. Okay. Uh, your profession. I'm a general contractor, uh, personal trainer. Okay. All right. So, uh, like I told you before, I was going to call, and I just kind of wanted to get your emotion of how you feel of being a black man in today's society. Well, uh, well I would I guess I would use words like uh, feel, feel labeled, um, um, kind of, uh, say, stereotype. Um, but even in my profession, it seems like, you know, I would say myself, I have to, I can't really just, just because I am black, I have to throw lower bids out to get jobs being, you know, general contractor than I would if I, if that wasn't the case. Um, mm. So I think that affects me in my work, um, but none of that, you know, that I don't deal with and I ain't fine with, but it, it's the, you know, life ain't fair, but that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Cool, man. Cool. That's a different take, man. I, um, yeah, I appreciate the call, man. I, I basically, uh, like I said, I just want you guys, you know, I've called different individuals, and I just want you guys to give your emotion, man. And I, I appreciate you taking my call, bro. Hey, man, no problem. Anytime, bro. All right, man. All right.
All right, everybody, that was uh, Charles. Um, you know, it, it's interesting, you know, just hearing these different individuals uh, kind of give their, their take. So I'm going to keep it going. Uh, I'm going to have uh, some more guys. I'm going to call some more guys. And, you know, hopefully you guys are taking a lot out of this and, um, you know, thinking it's a very interesting. So um, I'll uh, keep me posted. Hope one second and call my next guy. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? Chilling, man, man. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, no problem. All right, like I said, man, I got you on the podcast right now. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get started with what we talked about. So um, state your name. Uh, my name is Julian Benberry. All right, your age. I'm 28. All right, and your profession. I'm a contractor for the U.S. government. Cool, cool. So, um... Go ahead and tell me how you feel about being a black man in today's society. Um, I think uh, being a black man in today's society is tough. Um, there's a lot of uh, different mountains and hills that we got to climb that our counterparts don't. Um, a lot more things, a lot more of a, I don't know how to say, a lot more of a, you know, more harder obstacles for us. You know, a lot more uh, expectations, and uh, we gotta find a way to overcome those uh, expectations and obstacles. And uh, we don't have the means, you know, or we don't have the means, or we don't uh, have the education to go get the means to overcome them. Mm, okay. And some, and a lot of us just get complacent, and that uh, was what I'm stuck at, you know, and. Um, they can never get out of that hole. And some of us get out. Some of us struggle too. But you know, it's just a, it's a cycle. Cool. Stuff. Cool, man. I, I appreciate it, man. I I really appreciate you sharing that, man. And uh, I thank you for taking my call. Not for me, time, man. All right, bro. I talk to you. All right. All right. Peace. Yep. All right, man. That was uh, JB. Uh, JB, thanks for that, and I uh, really appreciate. You know, you sharing how you feel. So I'm going to go on to the next guy and um, uh, give me a second. Hello. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Fred? Chilling, man. Chilling, man. Uh, thanks for taking my call, man. Oh, no problem. No problem yeah. So um, let's go ahead and get into what I, what I called you and talked about. So uh, go ahead and state your name. Uh, my name is Bernard White. All right. And your age? 28. All right. And your profession? I'm a, a material logistics officer for the United States Army. Okay, cool. Um, so wh how do you feel uh, How do you feel being a black man in today's society? I think we're definitely under a microscope, uh, especially in the military. I know we're looked at as, as far as like they're, they're waiting for us to mess up like especially as a black officer mm. uh, I know there's a lot of my counterparts can quote unquote get away with more than I can and I'm looked at very closely so I have to be on my P's and Q's way more than you know a Caucasian officer who is the same position that I do mm. okay okay 
All right, man. I appreciate it, man. I, I mean, that's that's interesting. It's a different take than what we've had. So I appreciate you sharing that, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you. All right, peace. All right, everyone. That was Bernard. So uh, that's a whole, like I just said, that's a different take. So I um, appreciate getting these different different angles. So, all right, I'm going to call my next guest. Um, and um, give me a second. Yo. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Chilling, man. Thanks for taking my call, man. Right on. Um, as I said, you know, we're on the podcast right now. So um, I, I want to go ahead and discuss what we talked about. So uh, go ahead and state your name. Uh, my name is Matthew, and uh, I'm a videographer uh, in the Indianapolis area. Okay. And what's your age? Uh, 39. Okay. Okay. Um, go ahead and, uh, like I said before, just uh, give me a brief of uh, description of how you feel uh, of being a black man in today's society. Well, I think uh, it's definitely a challenge. Um, I've been blessed to uh, to be gainfully employed uh, for several years, post uh, college graduate and all that jazz, and uh, you know it's one of those things where. Yeah, obviously, it's a lot of tension around the country. It's a lot of tension in our communities. Uh, it's a lot of tension amongst my peers and just among black men in general and black women, not just school black women. But um, man, at this point, you know, it really is, uh, I don't want to say anxiety, but it's always a, a thought or um, kind of a, I don't even want to say fear, but it's a consciousness that exists as a black man and really making moves and trying to not only um, maintain, a, you know, professional standing and be a tax-paying citizen, but, you know, obviously we have to worry about a lot of pitfalls and roadblocks because of racial issues that still very much exist in our communities. Mm. All right, man. I, I I appreciate it. Like I said, man, I uh, I thank you for taking my call and uh, giving me your you know your description of how it is. Right on. All right, man. Well, uh, it, man. yeah, no That's doubt. I touch I touch base with you. All right. All right. Peace. peace. All right. You there. You guys go. There was another one. Uh, that was uh, uh, Matthew Officer, um, giving his description of uh, how he felt of being a black man. Um, you know, like I said, I, I'm. It's interesting hearing all the different views, you know, and you know, we we know. I think uh, as individuals, I know we sometimes it's just it's it's a it's something that we don't even say to each other, you know, and um, you know, I, like I said, you kind of hear as recently you've seen in um, the rants on Facebook, but just asking an individual of you know, give me your description of what it, how you feel. So that's why I wanted to do this. Um, please, you know, bear with me on uh, the sound. I'm going to try to make it as best as I can. But, you know, I'm making live calls and people with different services and different cell phone volumes. So but, you know, I'm going to try to make it as best as I can. But, you know, hopefully you're, you know, you're appreciating the content. All right. I'm going to call my next guy. One second. Hello. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Man, right off for taking my call, bro. Man, I want to um, uh, go ahead and jump straight into it, man. So uh, go ahead and state your name. Okay, Tion. All right. Uh, your age? 38. 
Cool. In your profession? Uh, accountant. Married. Father of three. Cool, man. Cool. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it, man. Uh, just basically, you know, kind of give me your, you know, how you feel right now being a black man in today's society. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I was thinking about the question. Uh, you know, I'm not a, a man of many words, so I figured I'd give a couple adjectives kind of describe uh, where I'm at. So I would say definitely uh, prideful, you know, proud to be a, a family man and, you know, have a, a decent um, career going for myself. Uh, at the same time, I would say always cautious because uh, you just never know um, what could happen when you step outside the doors of your own home. Um, in any situation, and then uh, because I do have a son that's a teenager, I would say a lot more concerned, mm. um, even with all the things that I've tried to prepare him for and the tools that I think I'm giving him. I know that in any situation, you know, whether he's doing right or wrong, necessarily something could happen to him, and, you know, we've seen it so many times that sometimes we, the stuff that we think is innocent ends up getting costing people their lives so you know it's there's a, a different level of concern that i have today than i would say i had when i was a teenager or you know even in my early 20s i would say 10 years ago just uh, you know the way you the way you approach a situation is definitely a lot more cautious and uh with a lot more concern today than it was when we were uh probably running around just being carefree right right Cool, man. I appreciate it, man. I, I, like I said, thanks for taking my call, bro. All right, man. All right, man. Peace. Later. All right. We had T on there. Um, well, I'm going to call my next caller. What's going on, bro? What's going on with it, man? Man, chilling, chilling. Nah, man. Right on for taking my call, man. Right on. It's all good. Yeah, man. So, like I said, man, we're gonna go ahead and get it started. Uh, so, first and foremost, uh, state your name. My name is Rashad Aswano. Cool. Uh, your age? I'm 39. All right. And your profession? I'm an author and I'm a CEO and founder of Urban Image Magazine. Cool, man. All right, man. So, uh, you know, go ahead and just kind of give me a brief. Uh, you know, tell me how you feel about being a black man in today's society. I feel cornered, man. To be honest with you, I feel like my back is against the corner right now. I don't feel safe. I feel like it can happen at any time, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, direct contact with the police right now, I don't feel safe. Or if people get ignorant and they suppose a little war takes place in the street. And I feel like my back is against the wall. Mm. Okay, man. I appreciate it, bro. Right on, right on. All right, man. I'll holler at you. Yeah. All right. Peace. All right, peace. Peace. Yep. All right, everyone. That was Rashard. Um, wait on my next call. Hello. Hey, what's up, Uncle? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, man. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get it started. Uh, state your name. Thurman Ferris Jones, Jr. All right, your age. 54. All right, and your profession. 
stationary engineer for the state of California. All right, all right. So uh, uh, just give me a brief, um, you know, just tell me briefly how you feel about being a black man in today's society. Well, it all depends. Because with the recent events, you start feeling like you're a target. You're always looked at as one of the ne- as a negative influence on uh, societies itself because because of your skin tone. Anytime you walk by someone of a different race, they always seem to clutch their purse or try to not make eye contact because they're afraid that you're going to do something derogatory towards them. However, a lot of our younger men today have used that to have used that to their advantage and they've made it more of a disadvantage because of because of the styles because of their styles and their way of their way of dress and their mannerisms hmm. to make themselves look at that negative light. Okay. All right, man. I, I appreciate it. No problem. All right, Uncle. I'll talk to you. All right, peace. All right, see you. All right, everybody. That was Thurman. Um, I appreciate him taking the, you know, taking my call. Um, you know, like I said, I'm just trying to get a whole bunch of calls and different individuals and different walks of life. Uh, you know, all black men, of course. So, um, get away from the next call. Hello. What's up, Cuzzo? Hey, what's up, man? What's going cool, on? Cooler, man. Cooler, man. Right, thanks for taking my call, man. Oh, you're welcome, man. No problem. Glad to help. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, state your name. My name is Chris Jones. All right. Your age? I am 38. Okay. And your profession? I work for an airline. And on the side, I am also a private pilot. Okay. Cool, cool. And that, that's more for my fun time right now. Okay, that's cool. Cool, man. Cool. All right. So um, basically, like I said, I just wanted you to give a brief description on how you feel about being a black man in today's society. Um, Being a black man in this society, you kind of have mixed feelings sometimes. I mean, sometimes you can feel like you're accepted and sometimes you can feel like you can't. You know, uh, you prime example the other day, I was just walking in the store the other day uh, out shopping. And I'm not the smallest guy in the world, but I was just walking out and a woman seen me. Uh, and as soon as she seen me, she turned around and she took off running down the aisle screaming at her kids to somebody come over here and sit by and watch her purse. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was blatant. It was, you know, she, it, it was, it was obvious what she was doing. She seen me, she, she was perfect and everything was fine. And then she turned around to me walking down the aisle and she went back screaming that you know, somebody, please come watch my purse, come watch my purse. And it's just, just some of the things in the black America you have to deal with. You know, it's, it's not always that way, but a lot of the times there is a stigma that's being painted on black men that just the sight of us sometimes can make you feel, can make people feel a certain type of way. Right, right. You know, and that's that's mainly from people that don't know you. You know, if it's people that know you and they know your intentions and everything, everything's good. It's not everybody's like that, but sometimes it can be a little depressing. Cool. Okay. You know. All right, cuz I appreciate, man. I, like I said, I appreciate you taking my call. Absolutely, cuz. All right, man. I'll talk to you. All right. Man. All right. Cool. Cool. Later. All right. That was Chris. Um, wait on my next call. Hello. 
Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, hey, man. Chilling, man. Thanks for taking my call, bro. All right, man, let's go ahead and uh, get it started. So um, first and foremost, uh, what state your name? Uh, my name is Will Jones, Jr. All right. I'm you're 40 years old. Okay. And your profession? Um, I'm, a, um, I'm a licensed uh, life and health uh, salesperson. Okay, okay. So I sell, I sell health insurance, basically. Cool, cool, man. All right, man. Like I said, when I called you earlier, uh, I just kind of wanted you to give me a brief description of, uh, you know, being a black man. How you feel about being a black man in today's society? First and foremost, man, I, I love being who I am. I'm, I'm, I believe I'm exactly who God uh, made me and purposed me to be. You know, I'm wonderfully and uh, fearfully made, as, as the scripture would say. Um, but without getting too... Um, biblical or whatnot, um, we are chosen. Um, not everyone could could face the things that we face as black men uh, and survive. We're, 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 we're proven survivalists. Um, as far as, uh, I don't really look at myself, per se, as a black man. I look at myself as a man, period. Um, I think uh, with, with, with the color of my skin and my and my ethnic background come certain challenges um, that I have to face, um, but I don't use them as excuses to not be who I am. Um, I love my people. Um, it, it it bothers me when 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 we get characterized because we love our black people that we're militant or that uh, we're combative. I think that's 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 what media and and, and society likes to portray us as. Um, some of my brothers have not um, recognized their their kingship and their lineage, uh, so they fall victim to they fall victim to the stereotypes, and and they play out and they act out, uh, and they become exactly what people have told them they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but for but for me, man, I love being who I am, man. So, um, I know God has a purpose for my life. I know God has a purpose for my family. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to his word being fulfilled, man. Um, the bottom line is, is that we, as, as black men, have responsibilities um, that we have to step up and, and, and take take by the horns. We again, we, we we know our challenges. We know what happened in the past. We know those things exist. We know that uh, we are targeted. We know that we are um, how can I put endangered species from a standpoint. Um, but that really, honestly, man, should bring out the best in us. Um, we should look at everything that we face and understand that through it all, we still survive and God still keeps on blessing us. Um, and that a lot of the things that we face, man, are, are self-inflicted. Mm. Um, to me, when you recognize a certain problem, it no longer becomes a problem. Now it becomes a uh, but you can be recognized a certain obstacle now becomes a problem to be solved. Um, if, for instance, if I keep going to a door and, and, and it's and it shut, now the door is not my problem. Now my problem is the fact I need to figure out how to get through that door. Right. Um, same, thing with, same thing with everything we face for as economics, for as education, for as legal system. You know, we, we, we can't hope to find justice in a system that is built primarily purposely to keep us in our place or quote-unquote a place of a certain food. 
we we we, we can't beat that, right? right. Um, you're, you're trying to you're you're trying to protect something that was built for for you're trying to participate in something that was built to keep you. Uh, what we have to do is start to recognize our own strengths, band together, recognize that you know my brother, I am my brother's keeper. Um, I do have if I may be something, you may be strong in something. We need to leverage that. Um, our, our dollars matter. Uh, we need to start spending with each other. Uh, but along with spending with each other, we need to provide each other great resources, different things of that nature. So a lot of the issues that we face as black people start with, with manhood and our idea of what manhood is. Um, you know, we let the media tell, you know, you know, portray us as brute sex, um, aggressive, um, immoral people, and that's the exact opposite. Uh, we're, we're not that. Cool. A lot of us are not. I'm not uh, sure if that was what you were looking for. Nah, nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. It's good, man. I mean, I basically, I've been letting people, you know, give their description and how they feel. So, I mean, that's how you feel, man. I I, I most definitely appreciate it. I knew, I knew, I knew you'd be on it, man. So, I'm I'm glad you took my call. Oh, definitely, man. Anytime, man. I, I want to I be a guest on your, on your podcast. I've been hearing great things, brother. Yeah. I've been, I've been meaning to get, give you a holler. Let, let you know, man. Already, man, I just want to tell you, brother, I respect what you're doing. Um, you know what I'm saying? You've always been a, a person that thought outside the box. Right on, man. Uh, respected and loved it about you. You know what I'm saying? And what you're doing, man, is, is, is going to uh, is going to bring uh, some attention to some things that mm. need to be shed and light needs to be shed on. You know what I'm saying? Right on, right um, on, man. I'm not one of those people, man. I'm not one of those people that, that feel like we could blame everything on, on white America, man, because, yeah, we know that what has happened and we know what is currently happening. Um, but a lot of the things we need to look at, we need to look within ourselves first. For sure. Correct for sure. those issues that we know that we that we know are issues with us. Then we can then we can mobilize and say, look, let's target this over here. You know what I'm saying? Right. As right. I said before, a lot of times, and people people don't understand this, but if we start spending our money in a different way, we don't have to start marching. We don't have to start riding. We just start spending our money in a certain way. And watch how justice follows that. Right, right. Because don't, 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 a, a lot of times the only color people respect is green. You're right. <laughs> All right, Will, man. I appreciate it, bro. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm most definitely. Right on, bro. I, I, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I'll be getting back with you, man. And, uh, you know, we'll try to set something up on getting you on the show for sure. Absolutely. I got somebody else. Uh, I'll get you somebody. I'm going to call them first and ask them how they feel about it. Okay. Uh, and then I'll give you the number for you to call them, a very influential person okay. uh, within our city and state. All right, man. Okay. All right. All right, man. All right, peace. Yep. All right, that was Will. Um, I knew he was going to give a lot. So, I, I mean, that's that's one brother that, um, you know, I, I, I know he, he has great insight and, you know, has an opinion and would give us, you know, a good – a good commentary of what, how he feels. So, um, I'll wait on my next call. Uh, thanks, Will. Hello. What's going on, man? Hey, man. Um, thanks for taking my call, bro. Yeah, no problem. No problem. All right, man. So, uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Uh, state your name. Richard Gilliam. All right, your age. Forty. Okay, and your profession. I work for Apple. Cool, cool. All right, so uh, basically, what I've been asking, I just I've been asking people to give a 
um, you know, just a brief description of how they feel about being a black man in today's society. Yeah, yeah, just um, so interesting because um, I think you can ask ten different black men, and you'll probably get ten different perspectives uh, or ten different answers for that question. For me personally, um, it's kind of a mixed bag because you see the climate and the stuff that's going on in the country uh, today. Uh, specifically with the uh, instances of police brutality and police shooting. And uh, there's some concern there for, you know, how black, not just are currently being treated, but how we've historically been treated in this country. And uh, myself, being originally from Gary, Indiana, I've had my encounters with being pulled over by police, not just at home, but even like in southern Indiana, when I used to work uh, down south and at, at a very job force center, uh, I would get pulled over like religiously because I had a sports car and you can see, I'm assuming, uh, you know, you see a brother in a sports car, you know, they want to check you out and see if, if you're doing something wrong. And just from my past experience, you know, I was always taught to be respectful, you know, not engage police officers or, you know, be combative or anything like that. And from my personal experience, I haven't had any problems there. I've been pulled over easily 20 to 30 times in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's changed the fact that there's cops out here that have used their authority, and it's just it's just the reality of the matter. Right. And, um, you know, it starts for this stage, you know, I, I had this conversation with my son. I have a 14-year-old, soon to be 15-year-old son, and I'm about to teach him to drive soon. And uh, it's one of the conversations you have to have, unfortunately. Right. You know, he, he witnessed me being pulled over before. He was in the car with me like a year ago. I got pulled over in the and he saw how I engaged with the police officer, and I hope he paid attention because, you know, as a black man, no matter how professional you may be, no matter how innocent you may be, uh, you just never know what could happen. If you're going to do a cop on a bad day or, uh, you know, like in the case in Minnesota, the guy clearly stated, well, from what we've been told, he stated that he was carrying a piece and uh, was licensed to, you know, he still got shot with his baby in his, you know, uh, you know, his baby in the car. That's, that kind of bothered me. That's the fact the cop shot inside of a vehicle. Right. With a child in there. But that's a whole other yeah, yeah. issue. Yeah. All right, man. I, I appreciate it, bro. I, I really uh, appreciate. It. I know you said you was a little busy, man, and we we planned on tomorrow. But uh, I thank you for you know. Oh, yeah, man. So we got to get up, man. I uh, um, you know, and get you on. What you? I know you. I know you travel a little bit. So we'll. Uh, yeah, real real quick though. Yeah. One last thing. Um, you know, I, I just left a uh, rally over at uh, Macomb Church on the east side where we had a bunch of folks. Speakers 
talking about this stuff. Okay. Uh, about an hour and a half long program. And, you know, what I really get, right, I've been really getting this a long time. Nothing's really going to change, serious man, until laws change. Mm. And laws ain't going to change until we get people that represent us in political office. Hmm. And uh, it's been like that since the, the incorporation of this country, man. This certain demographic is always controlled politics in this country. And if you control politics, you control law. Hmm. You control law, you can control all political down. That's why issues like immigration is so hot. Because whoever in the majority eventually will be the majority in, in uh, voting booths as well. Right. And they'll begin voting their own folks in or their own constituencies. And that's really, you know, what it comes down to. A lot of people don't really look at that. Until these laws change, until we get folks in office that's going to represent us and have our interests at heart, it's going to be the same cycle repeating itself going forward. Right, and right. That's all I got to say. All right, man. Uh, we got to link up, man. Hey, no doubt, homie. Okay, I'll talk to yeah. you then. I appreciate you, man. All right, peace. Yeah. All right, everyone. That was Richard. Um, man, I, I I'm glad he took my call. Good dude. Hopefully, I can get him on, get him on the episode soon. Um, like I said, everyone that's listening, I'm taking these calls. Uh, individuals, or you know, it depends on their. Um, the, the, a lot of the backup, the feed you hear in the background is, you know, because I'm calling cell phones and people uh, may be on the road or earpiece or whatever it is. But so I'm going to try to fix it as best as I can. But until then, hopefully you're just like I said before, hopefully you're enjoying the content. All right. My next caller. What's going on, man? What's going on, bro? You got it. Man, thanks for taking my call, man. No problem. All right, man. We're going to get straight into it, man. So uh, go ahead and state your name. Jermaine. All right. And your age? 34. All right. And your profession? Real estate investor. Cool, man. So um, like I said before, you know, I just kind of want you to give a brief, um, you know, description of, you know, how you feel about being a black man in today's society. You know what, to be honest with you, uh, I'm actually okay with being a black man in today's society. Obviously, with everything that's kind of going on, I'm just a little more cautious. But for the most part, I'm okay, man. Cool, man. Cool, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no All right, man. Thanks for taking my call, bro. Yeah, no problem. Take it easy. Bro. All right, man. Peace. All right, that was Jermaine. Uh, short and sweet. Uh, with my next caller. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> what up, man? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> what's up, man? Uh, what's going on, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, man, uh, man, I appreciate you taking my call, bro. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, man, we'll get it started, man. Uh, go ahead and state your name. Uh, Larry Mitchell, age 41. All right, and what's your profession? My profession is a chef. Okay, okay, cool, man. All right, man, let's get into it, man. Just give me a brief um, description of how you feel about being a black man in today's society. Uh, 
uh, being a black man in today's society in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, that's kind of a great, great topic, great area for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because I feel like, uh, man, I got a whole bunch to say, but I don't want to take <laughs> up a whole bunch of time. No. Oh, man, so I'm just it. trying to think of a way to make it real simple and sweet. Mm-hmm. But, man, I think it's, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of lost on it, man, because I love being black, man, but I see a lot of people that don't love my blackness in 2016. Right, right. And I feel like I still go the extra mile and I have to do the extra, extra just to prove my point that I'm a decent person because I feel like I'm still being prejudged in 2016. Man, okay. I hear you. Man, before we go, man, um, man, what, you had something major happen to you today, man. Uh, tell the listeners what happened to you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I went, uh, went viral today off a, a joke that I was sending off to the racists that was, you know, because every time something racial happened in America, you always got the people on Twitter, on social media saying, go back to Africa, go back to Africa. So, you know, me being petty and a jokester, I went and made me a GoFundMe page <laughs> and put it out there and told the racists, if you want me to go back to Africa, then donate to this GoFundMe page and send me back to Africa. <laughs> I mean, that's simple. Y'all gave me a free ride over here, gave my ancestors a free ride over here, and I gave me a free ride back. <laughs> <laughs> so who called you, man? Who who hit you up? Man, I've been talking to the Daily News, Buy Magazine, Jet Magazine, man, a whole bunch of news outlets and news outlets from overseas too been talking to me. So man. That's crazy. I didn't think man. that a joke could really go that far, but I guess when the joke got something to it, it can carry some weight. I guess that's what happened. Oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> but I'm like, man, I'm kind of thinking about it seriously. Like, man, if I get this money, I might just go back to Africa and chill for a minute. <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> Figure out what we really ate since we didn't get to bring no picnic basket with us. And the food over here is just tearing black people up, man. Yeah, man. With the diabetes and the, you know what I'm saying? All yeah. of that. All the diseases we getting and the cancer, man. Find out what we really was eating over in Africa and bring some of that back. Yeah, man. Man, before we go too, man, tell them where they can, uh, you know, they, I know you have a cu- couple cookbooks out. Where can they find you real quick? Oh, uh, you can just uh, Google me, man, Chef Mitchell, Culinary Craze, and it'll pop up and you'll be in there with the right things to eat. Vegetarian, vegan. I got a little bit of meat, but You'll be all good. All right, man. All right, man. <laughs> hey, man, we got to link up, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Just okay. hit me up. Okay, Let man. Let me know. All right, I got you, man. I appreciate right, it, man. man. All right. Love, man. Yeah. Love to the people. Right, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Larry Mitchell. Uh, always a good time, man. Good guy. Always funny. Good laugh. But deep brother, man. Um, you know, his jokes also. Don't, you know, don't don't let his jokes um uh, fool you because he can he's really deep dude you know um, a lot of people don't agree with him man but that's that's how that's how we that's how we are able to you know live our lives we don't all have to agree with each other but good dude i want to have him back on the podcast we did an episode before so um but yeah i'm gonna get my, to my next caller i think this is gonna be my last one we're getting deep into it um you know time wise so hopefully you guys are enjoying this um this is gonna be my last call and um i'll talk to you after this Hey, what's going on, man? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Uh, okay, okay. What's going on? Hey, nothing much, nothing much. Hey, man, I appreciate you taking my call, bro. 
Hey, no problem. No problem. All right, man. Let's get into it. Uh, go ahead and state your name. Damon. All right. And your age? 42. Okay. And your profession? Uh, firefighter. Okay. Cool, man. Um, so uh, how do you feel about being a, a black man in today's society? I mean, that's uh, – there's no easy way to answer that. I mean, I guess the main – Overall, you're going to feel torn about a lot of things. Is I guess you're going to feel like you're kind of under the microscope, especially when, you know, there's times of conflict. So if there's something racially charged in the news, you always feel like somebody's looking at you to, for a reaction or how you feel about this. or uh, One side or the other, I mean, if you get the Fox News take on, you know, like the Black Lives Matter movement, they mm -hmm. want to know how you feel about that. Um, I mean, some of it is, I mean, I say the majority for me is going to be pride. I mean, to see where your people came from and what they were able to accomplish. I mean, it's just mind boggling to know that you started off as slaves. Well, I mean, you started off as kings and queens, but in this country, you started off as slaves and did your servants and you had to work for everything that you got. Mm -hmm. And to know that, you know, your grandparents, great grandparents, what they've been through and they still strive to struggle and they made something for themselves and for their family. And it's kind of your job to pass it on to others. Uh, I mean, part of this is going to be, you know, guilt too, because it's going to be the part where you're trying to uplift others. You try to help out your family. And then it's like, how do you balance that out with trying to help, you know, yourself in the same sentence? So, I mean, it's one of those things that you're going to feel some guilt in, not being able to help everybody and then at the same time trying to get yours. Right. You're going to have, you know, people that you're going to see doing wrong in your community. I mean, you know, strangers in the black community, you see somebody sagging, smoking, cussing in grocery stores in front of kids and stuff like that. And it's like, all right, how you balance approaching somebody who you don't know how they're going to take your advice or your comments. Right, so, right. With your own family members, I mean, it's easy to pull them to the side and, you know, try to get them on the right path but a stranger you got to worry about where was their upbringing yeah, what is their family yeah. telling them right so it's just one of those things where i think that's where a lot of black people struggle i mean especially black men since we're supposed to be the leaders in our community i mean i'm not saying a woman can't but you look for strong male leadership in a lot of situations especially with young men and right. how to guide them in the right direction Hmm. so okay with that question it's it's kind of hard yeah man nah man that was good man I, I like i said man i appreciate you taking my call man and taking time out of your taking time out of your evening and um you know giving me your your, your description man so i appreciate it bro all right no problem all right man i'll talk to you all right have a good one. all right me too peace All right, everyone. Um, man, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, like I said, man, my point of really this episode is just trying to, you know, make awareness of just, you know, individuals being able to voice how they feel in today's society. You know, um, I didn't really want to have a back and forth of who's right and who's wrong. You know, I just wanted people to, you know, give an expression of how they felt. Um, you know, I had so many more brothers I can call. Sorry if I didn't get a get a hold of you, but you know, um, uh, you know. Hopefully, once again, you guys enjoyed this. 
I, I, I'm really considering, you know, depending on the feedback, if I, you know, if I'll reach out to my sisters and, you know, maybe even a different culture, uh, you know, and just try to see, you know, how they feel and how they feel as far as the differences that we may see in the culture or even just gender. Um, so, but you know, to, you know, to be continued. Um, but once again, if you guys are listening to this for the first time, please go to SoundCloud on whatever listening device you guys are on. Um, you can find me there. Uh, look up, look for stakes, search for stakes is high podcast. Uh, for the Apple users, you can go on to your podcast application. You can find me there. You have to put stakes is high podcast. There's another stakes is high, but make sure you put podcasts on mine. And, you know, like all my episodes, you'll see previous episodes. You'll see this episode. And, you know, hopefully you enjoy my podcast. There's a lot of episodes there that all different types of, um, you know, different conversations that I have. So. Um, you know, please, uh, come back, you know, hopefully you see me next week. I'll be back. All right. Um, thank you again for listening. Stakes is high podcast. Peace.